Hi, I'm Ira Joy, and welcome to Dear Future Boss, a podcast about the things I've learned being young, creative, and unemployed. Hello, everyone. Our guest for this episode is Maria Romus, a media graduate from RMIT University with experience working in television, radio, and independent films. She is a passionate freelance production coordinator and video editor and is a volunteer photographer at the RSPCA Animal Welfare Shelter. Maria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's our pleasure. We're so glad to have you on. We, we're looking forward to the next half hour or so chatting with you. Uh, but before we get into it, we want to know how are you? How, how are you feeling? How's everything going given what's happening right now? Um, at first it was kind of, I guess a lot of it just happened straight up. You know, it was all in your face and it was confusing and there was a bit of angst there. There was like, what's going to happen? Um, cause for me personally, it was kind of like, I finished this amazing internship and was close to like getting a new job and all these things happening. And then all of a sudden this kind of came like a huge wave and that, have put everything on hold like everything stopped and then it could the anxiety levels could have gone up but I kind of started to I guess I started to realize no I can't control this and I just have to wait and see so I've been it's been um interesting interesting so explain how it has been because obviously our lockdown has been in place for a month and a half I I feel maybe five to six weeks so I'd like to get a sense of, you know, what your life was before the pandemic, before the restrictions took Mm -hmm. place and then how it's sort of evolved as the weeks have gone on. It's interesting because this current pandemic has helped me realise how lucky we are to live in a Western country and have the freedom that we have. Um, Because I kind of feel like I'm in home arrest, but I haven't committed any crime. Um, (laughs) That's how it feels to me because I was, you know, starting to kind of, I've always been an introvert and a kind of, let's say a homebody, but I've started to, you know, went out more with my mates and I was in uni and then I had this amazing internship that I loved. And just as it was finishing up and I was, you know, going out there, meeting people, getting advice and looking for new opportunities, all this happened. And I have to like, I can't go too far. Um, I'm, I'm noticing like, even when I go out and wear a mask, it's still that, that angst still comes up from time to time. Um, because, it, and for me personally, it's because I keep, there's so much confusion within communication, what's going on with this whole virus and, and, and what, you know, how to deal with it, that I realise that, that it's making me a little too anxious. And so spending time like video calling friends has been fantastic because I usually would go out with them. And we got to a movie or catch up over a coffee, but you can't do that anymore. And that's been kind of difficult because it's like, it, it's like, I want to go out to see my friends. I want to go out in general, but I can't because there's this kind of lingering fear over, over everyone. So yeah, it's been a bit of a, a slight challenge. Mm. And those challenges you allude to anxiety having some yeah. sense of nerves and the fear what do those feelings mean for your days you know i'd like to get a sense of how it actually 
impacts young people because we hear a lot from older generations saying that they have experienced great hardship, you know, post-war, you know, there was plagues and all this kind of thing happening back then, um, the, the Great Depression, you know, economic downturns and all of that. So they they know what sacrifice suffering and all that is and perhaps sometimes they don't see that we're going through the same thing they see that we're in a very privileged world now so give us a sense of what you mean by that anxiety and how the fear actually impacts you day to day there's a few like things that came to mind because when you said like a lot of and I mean no disrespect for this older people think younger people are privileged my generation generation I grew up and then all this like the internet started to come into into fruition and we were then suddenly called the um lazy generation etc and all this kind of stuff so kind of having to deal with different viewpoints or different opinions has been um I wouldn't say challenging. I think they're just different times. Like, for example, the Great Depression, all the wars. Yes, they were they were really tough, and I can't imagine what it felt like going through that and dealing with all those fears, all those angst. But I think this time is currently different, so I try not to compare it. And I try, and I, for, for me, obviously, I don't have to worry about is walking out and, and there's a war. So I'm grateful for that. But the the anxiety, fear, it's kind of just comes like a surprise party for me. I think that I can relate to the uncertainty of of it with because a lot of the older people who dealt with the war or who dealt with um, as much scary pandemics have have had to um, understand fear and have had to kind of they've kind of realized a way in, in dealing with it. These moments will always happen. And it's about, for me, getting some clarity around it. Like I go and use mindfulness, which is Smiling Minds app, which is a fantastic app to help meditate. It's a guided meditation. And as you keep persisting with it, sometimes it's like, it's not guided. It just allows you to listen to that relaxing music and it really helps. Um, And it's a free to download app. And I've been using it for a while now. And it's been a huge help as well as um, focusing on the positive things and in life and, and decreasing my social media as much as I can. And um, for example, the, the podcast that I listened to Corona cast, it's helped ease my anxiety a lot because it's specific. It, it answers these general questions and it, it's not confusing for me um, because I've found the news and the media and, and it, I just found like, where, who do I listen to? What's the information? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a case of understanding the negative thoughts, the overthinking and kind of realizing I can't control these things. You know, it's actually a great thing to hear that you are seeking ways to turn inward and assess your feelings. I think that's an advantage that our generation has, that we've got these resources to help us get through all of these feelings. Because as you mentioned before, we don't want to get in the business of comparing our experiences with the, you know, generations before us, because it's actually not so much about the event, you know, the actual um, tragedy or yeah. the actual circumstances that are happening around us. It's the feeling that it leaves on us, right? Mm-hmm. So we might not know what a post-world war looks like, but that feeling of uncertainty, that's still very real. 
amidst all of these challenges that you're you're facing, what other things are you doing? So you, you said that you're not watching the news as much. Mm-hmm. You're sort of detoxing from social media. What other things are you doing to help find a sense of calm? You know, I found that writing my feelings down, journaling, it has been a huge help. And not worrying, not comparing and not dealing, worrying about what other people are thinking or focusing on me and and with the social media aspect um i found that when i choose when i want to go on and and so yeah it's um so coming off social media is i can understand being a difficult thing and i admit it was a difficult thing because we're in such a you know such a um what's it called we're a generation that has so much technology um so that can be a negative and i noticed that and i realized if I use technology to my benefit, like for example, there are a lot of amazing YouTube pages that teach their experiences. And then there's kind of focusing in on how I can strengthen myself moving forward, deciding what I want to do and what opportunities I have to strengthen myself and, and grow and, and realize I'm not in control and I have to just let go of that and, and enjoy the ride as best mm. I can. And it's it's interesting because you point out a sort of catch twenty two because on the one hand, you you want to find ways to detox off social media and not be online and get distracted by the news and content that creates those anxieties. But that's at the same time, you do need that technology and those resources to to work on your future. You know, you, you have to look for opportunities out there. You have to start applying for jobs. So there's that just trying to find that balance where you, you can work online, you can be creative online, but it's, it's sort of filtering what comes in, right? <laughs> filtering yeah, the, the news and yeah, the content. Like I, yeah. Social media has grown or technology, not just social media to the point where personally I feel like, we've got so much that we just don't know how to use it. I think technology is a benefit if we understand how we can best use it to our advantage. And these days, you know, it's so easy to get famous on social media, et cetera, that it does cause a few, it does cause angst because people can use it for anything. Mm. And it's, I think the key is what you said earlier that it's, giving yourself the time now to reassess and reflect on yourself because I know a lot of people they need social media to keep connection with with people I mean we wouldn't be able to be chatting now if it weren't for technology so with all those things it's 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 just trying to find that balance and figuring out what works for you you know, yeah, maybe exactly. not everybody needs to be on TikTok or Snapchat yeah. or Instagram, you know, I think even businesses, even companies need to reassess how they're using technology. Or I personally realizing what kind of world I want to live in and people are seeing who is more important rather than that culture. And, and that's, I guess, another thing for me is the reflect, the reflecting part of what's going on with um, this whole lockdown and, and reflecting upon things and, you know, the mistakes I've made and all the good things that are, that are happening and realizing what's most important and what I want to, you know, put my efforts into and how I want to use social media and, you know, talk about that and help people. So I think that's something that's happening a lot right now. Yeah. So tell us more about that then. Like what, what is important to you? Okay. So what's important to me, sorry, mm. I just kind of cut in there. Um, 
I'm seeing a lot of people, for example, in the medical profession, they're putting their life on the line to keep us safe. And I realise that what's most important to me is to live in a world that we we can live in. Like we focus on global warming, for example, um, focus on people that are more important. I would love to see more people being publicised for the amazing things that they do rather than because they went on a reality show. Because I take photos of animals and that's been something that's helped me so much during this whole pandemic, this lockdown, just going in and, and photographing animals for the shelter for the RSPCA has been fantastic and getting to be around them and knowing that, you know, I play a small part in helping them find forever homes. But at the same time, animals are fantastic. They can bring a smile to your face. As you said, it's highlighted in many ways, the true heroes of society. Yeah. There's so much coverage now about our healthcare professionals, you know, oh, yeah. doctors, doctors, nurses, but frontline workers, even police and supermarket attendants and, you know, people who are working in jobs that are otherwise, you know, overlooked. They're not glorified, like you said, that celebrity and people in the public eye are. So from your point of view as a young creator then, and now that you're in this season of reflecting and reassessing, does it change your vision for your life? Does it take you on a different path than it was going pre-pandemic? Um, yeah, it does. And, you know, I think even pre-pandemic, the industry was kind of taking me in a different path because I, I started to notice, or I think a lot of people started to notice a change and a shift again, going back to the technology, but it has taken me in a different, a different path because I realized I want to use my creativity and my skills and experiences to, you know, bring things to light. Like for example, global warming awareness in awareness for you know taking care of the animals or adopting animals and and I don't think it's a bad thing to be publicized in the media it's just for me I would prefer it to be something that has meaning to me that I can read and say okay that person's doing something to help the world or that person's doing something to prevent these animals from going extinct Um, so I think it's changed in the direction in what kind of content I want to create and where I want to align myself with. Have you seen new opportunities arise in terms of your, your career and your, your creative dreams? Like tell us more about what's been, you know, ticking in your mind. Um, I'm saying like right now in terms of the, creative ideas and want new opportunities i've noticed like for example the grad opportunities and doing the online interviews compared to the online tests and i never thought of grad opportunities to be honest with you and i got an email about them and i'm like okay this is something different this is new and i looked into it and i thought i'm gonna go for them and and see what happens and put my best foot forward and it's really helped me decide this is where I want to go. That is fantastic because that's the thing that I want our community to lean into more. Let's focus on what we can do, what we have control of. There's so much online there, online learning resources there for us ready to just dive into. So what specific ones have proven to be helpful to you as a young creative and not only about creative practice, but that might be helping you with finding confidence in job applications and building your resume and so on? So um, what I've found really helpful is, for example, like a place like the mentorship 
has been helpful in terms of getting feedback on resumes and, and, and building experience as well as um, going forward, putting myself out there and, and messaging people or emailing them, asking for advice. Um, there is a program that I joined at uni and it helps people um, with disabilities build their experience through internships or mentorships. It's been really, really helpful meeting someone who has a lot of experience. It's been able to, to really, I guess, help me understand the HR side of things. That's been really good. And that's oh, Australian Network on Disability is a fantastic place. Um, as well as there are some YouTube pages that are actually really good. Like there's a YouTuber called Peter Lynn Green, who is a photography, videography and editing. It's been really helpful when maybe I get stuck on a few things and I can go to his page and, and learn from what he's, he's sharing. And that's been really great. And it's inexpensive too, because going and upskilling is important. I'm not like saying it's not, not to do it. You should definitely do it. But, but sometimes it's like, okay, well, how can I, build new skills but not have to take time off where I have to pay for a course or I don't have the time to do a course. So these pages are really fantastic as well as through all the free, free independent films I've worked on, I've met some amazing people that have been really helpful to me and have been able to really give me some amazing advice. And I'm grateful for that. Like I know someone who is a talented biographer, photographer, just talented in general. And he's been really helpful in terms of giving me advice on how I can strengthen my photography, editing and everything. So I think I'm putting myself out there. You don't even know that you're networking when you are. Mm. Depending on, you know, the type of person you are, because I know that um, there are a lot of people who are a little more shy. There are, there yeah. are people who are a bit more confident when it comes to <laughs> talking. That was, me. that was me. But I kind of liked, this is the advice we, we often give our, um, our mentees, is that you can either see it as a social experiment where you just trial and error, see what happens, you know, mm -hmm. challenge yourself a little bit to, to kind of do something outside of your comfort zone, or you can look at it through the lens of volunteering. And that's mm -hmm. something that I advocate for. And you mentioned it before, but finding ways to offer your time, your skills, your passion to organizations that are important to you or that mean something to you, because in that way, it's sort of a more organic relationship. You know, it's not you trying to get someone to give you a job or it's not you um, doing this. I know people have issues with networking because it's a very, can be a very salesy sort of, you know, yeah, um, that's approach true. that's a bit uncomfortable. But if you look at it through the lens of volunteering, it really changes it because it means that your goal is to make a difference, to make a positive contribution to an organization that you care about. And I think that's something I would really encourage and something that you, you know, you've put into practice that you, uh, I'm yeah. sure you, you really value as well. Yes, I do. And I think what, what I can say from that was I was that kind of introverted shy person who didn't want to put myself out there. Well, that wasn't something that I was used to and I got used to doing it because the way I kind of see it is I kind of just jumped into the deep end with student network and RMITV. And that was fantastic because I got to work on these skills, communication skills and, and being more open and that's really helped me a lot and um you know i when i was looking for internships i just went and got on the phone and started calling people and the thing that 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 really helped me is doing you know constantly it's kind of you kind of learning how to pitch yourself without even doing it without even knowing you're doing it and by the time you you've, you've called a couple of places you're like okay so this is not that hard it's just putting yourself out there and 
realizing that these people were at your level at one point. Absolutely. They, they built up. So yes, I love that. Good. It's that incidental learning. So what yeah. you said, you know, learning to pitch communication skills, these things that are not often learned through your university education you know obviously at at uni you learn about the craft you learn about the theories behind you know whatever degree you're taking but all of these other skills that will carry you through life and apply to any job are important and you know as we've both mentioned volunteering is a great way to really yes to to get pick up those skills I know someone you has, who has worked on a, a various freelance projects and you've sort of been in the, the job market for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So you, you've built those skills, but what about people who are not ready yet? What can, yes. what advice can you give them to just, just have that bit of courage to put themselves out there? Cause it is a scary thing. You know, you're, you're yeah. opening yourself up to possible judgment and rejection, but yeah. how do you first take that leap? So I first took that leap through a place, an amazing place called Student Youth Network, Community Radio, and they work alongside um, RMITV, which is Student Community Television. And I, um, it was scary to take that leap because, yes, there was that judgment not knowing too much things and, and where I was going to go, but it was fantastic because those places, specifically Student Youth Network and RMITV, they didn't care so much about me not having the, the skills the they want to help build a person up build a creative person up and i made plenty of mistakes and yeah what's the best part about student youth network now on my tv is they don't it's not like okay well you can go or you're high because of all this it's like they know they're a place for you to learn absolutely and that's the, that's the thing that you know we try and encourage at the mentorship as well it's we want people to feel free to make mistakes or to experiment or to you know just have the courage to create and not get fixated on the outcome but rather the process you know learn mm-hmm. from the process and enjoy the process and i think finding ways to apply your skills and build new ones is really crucial especially at this time when there are so many ways online that you can offer your skills and offer your time a friend of mine so she was on an episode just recently and she her name's rochelle and she mentioned that this is actually the most perfect time to start putting yourself out there start applying because it's not the pressure's not on you Mm-hmm. You know, that if you do face rejection or you don't get replies from people, it's an understandable time because, you yeah. know, people, everyone's still figuring out what's going on. So why not utilize this time to send emails to people that you'd love to work for? And there's nothing to lose really, because <laughs> you know that if you don't hear back, it's because, you know, that perhaps that, that business is still, you know, undergoing a lot of change or they're still adjusting to what's happening. So you might as well enjoy the ride, as you That's said true. earlier. That's true. It's also an, another thing is a career mind map, getting like an A4 piece of paper, writing what you want to do, or where you want to go in the middle and just doing little arrows of what skills you have, what experiences, um, your future, the companies you want to work with, that can really help too. Um, mm. really help you because it's so broad helps you cut down on that broad. Yeah, that connects before with what you said about writing things down and the, you know, the power of journaling. I think that's a way you could use the time to reflect and it gets you off social media for one, (laughs) but it it gives you time to really 
focus on yourself and your vision for the future. And I encourage people to, to do that without overthinking. I know that's, that's Mm -hmm. something that I've struggled with in the past that you constantly are thinking of the, all the things that can go wrong or yeah. the things that, especially now when the future is so un- unclear, you know, there can be this tendency to, to overthink that it, maybe it's not, you know, worth doing this anymore because of what's happened. But you, you always get that though. Mm. You always get those people who say how hard it is because life is always going to be hard. So keep going. It's your own journey. It's your path, not theirs. They mm. may have an idea of what you, what they want you to do, but you're the one who will have to, live with that so for that if, if people are feeling that overthinking or that negative negativity because other people keep telling them that like, and I think that's sound advice not only during this time but in general and and for creatives too you know that let's just focus on the process of what we're doing what we're making yeah enjoy the journey because success is not once you've reached a certain milestone it's being happy now it's finding joy in the moment in the in the present as you said so i suppose as we wrap up our conversation i'd like to give you the chance now to to speak to your peers you what do you want to tell other young people like you who have these creative goals and, and, and want to make a difference to the world, what do you want to tell them during this time of quarantine, but looking forward to the future? I want to tell them to just um, don't overthink it. Um, sometimes the goals you have may not work out, but I think better things will come along to keep pushing and keep going. And, and, you know, um, life has different directions, different paths. Sometimes you need to go left to go right. That's something a lot of people have told me. Just focus on you, follow your intuition and, and keep pushing forward because there's going to be so much uncertainties. It's like a roller coaster, up and down and all around. And you can either stress yourself out over it or just enjoy the journey and do what's best for you. So I say put yourself out there, keep going and um, – don't, tough times don't last. But tough people do, as the yes. quote goes, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And, that's right. And Maria, if people want to get to know you a bit better and connect with you, where can they go? They can connect with me on Instagram, um, Miss Maria Studios, and Facebook as well. And I've got a portfolio website, MissMariaStudios.com. So they can connect with me that way too fantastic well thank you so much for chatting with us today it's been a pleasure and we'll hopefully get you back on in a future episode but thank you and enjoy the rest of your week thank you so much for having me it's been amazing enjoy the rest of your week too